Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on wherever you are connected from at this moment. I welcome everyone to another session of the Inspired by the World Global Time of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Marco, for the opportunity to take this session of intercessory prayer. God bless you, Ma. Esteemed family, right now we'll be praying for the security security agencies and military bodies and personnel of nations of the world. Today, we are interceding especially for the total deliverance of the military personnel and security agents of nations from the grabs of terrorism and terror-funded activities. Esteemed family, today we are declaring that there is an immediate cessation of the maimings and killings of military intelligence officers and covert security agents all over the world. We declare today that the agenda of every demon and spirit from hell assigned to trouble the peace and security of nations, that the agenda is nullified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Today, esteemed family, we are insisting that according to the scriptures in Job 5 verse 12, that God himself ruins the plans of those who trick others, that they have no success, that he catches wise men in their very own traps and the plans of those who try to betray others are swept away. Decree and declare that men and women who are involved in scheming up evil against the security and military of nations are exposed and brought out of their dark places into the light declared that nations are taken away from them. And today, their influence and affluence in these nations are diminished in the name of Jesus Christ. Esteemed family, decree and declare that their resources are cut off today. Makabo Sharaba, kindly unmute your mic, esteemed family, wherever you are, and intercede fervently for the military bodies and security agencies of nations. Thank 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. Oh, thank you, loving Father, for the military bodies and security agencies of nations of the world. Father, we thank you today because, oh God, by your power, you have burned the plans of the cleverly wicked and exposed their works for the wickedness that it is. Father, we thank you, oh God, because you have ensnared men and women who trade and profit from the military and security intelligence of nations of the world in the very trap that they have prepared for others. Oh, in the name of Jesus, Father, oh God, we decree and we declare. Lima resete banloko to mashunde yimasunte leke boshana mazunte yikabose de baya. Father, oh God, their plans are ruined. Father, these men and women are lightly esteemed. Father, today we decree in the name of Jesus, their resources are cut off which wherever oh god whichever oh god and whatever it is that they do to fund the nefarious works and manipulations of darkness to bring misery to your people oh god father today we 
call for a cessation of their resources, oh God. Money develop wings and fly away from them in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, they lose their stock in billions of dollars, oh God. Wherever they have amassed and accumulated this world that they are using, oh God, to buy up the soul of men, to shed innocent blood and to cause misery. Father, oh God, today we decree and we declare these monies, oh God, Father, they turn to ashes in their very own hands. In the name of Jesus, Father, oh God, resources that they mapped out, oh God, to buy weapons of mass destruction, to hold nations by the jugular, oh God, to manipulate the affairs of nations. Father, the earth opens up and swallow these, these assets in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, the nations where they hide. Father, these nations, oh God, vomit them in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, they are rejected like the vagabonds of the desert. In the name of Jesus, Father, oh God, no more will they hide. No more will they hide under the shadow of darkness and commit atrocious deeds, intoxicating themselves in the blood of your people. Father, oh God, we decree and we declare, your peace is upon the military and security agencies of nations, oh God. Father, oh God, you're the one watching over them. Your mighty hand is upon them. Father, oh God, thank you. Thank you because military and security agencies of nations are Safe for God. They are safe for God. We rejoice today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, esteemed family. Right away, we'll be going over to our second intercessory prayer. Today we are praying for. Okay. Today we are praying for the nation of Liberia. According to the NEC 2023 general elections and the country of Liberia will be having their bottom presidential elections and um, other parliamentary elections um, come 20th of March 2000 and, um, 2023 till the 9th of April 2023. There are a lot of issues in Liberia that this election will address. We all know that just less than 20 years ago, this country was embroiled in civil war that led to the massacre and death of many, many, many people, you know, including Nigerian soldiers, you know, and just after that, the issue of Ebola, you know, this country, has systematically and consistently been ravaged by darkness. You know, plunge into anarchy, plunge into darkness every now and then. But in this elections, esteemed family, we are going to call for the rise of righteous men, for the rise of great ferocious leaders who will lead them in the ways of the Lord. Men and women who have been trained in the things of the kingdom of God. Men who are bold, who will roar like the lion, you know, in the face of the World Economic Forum because Liberia is embroiled in depths. You know, Liberia is embroiled 
broad in depth that this nation has literally been sold over to the deep states and all manner of all manner of experimentation, you know, is just been, you know, it's, it's just happening there that nobody can say anything. They can't even say anything because of how much they are owing. Distinct family, today we are going to decree that in this election, Liberia is rising out of the ashes of decades of darkness. And God is raising righteous men and women who will take this country out, who will fight for this country. Men and women who will not cower in the face of the deep state. Esteemed family, kindly on me to my and begin to intercede fervently for the elections of the Republic of Liberia. <laughs> Ibala, 
Oh, Father, we thank you for the Republic of Liberia. Father, we thank you, oh God, for you are raising righteous men and women. Father, oh God, you are raising men who would take Liberia out of the manipulations of darkness into your light. In the name of Jesus, Father, oh God, we proclaim peace upon the general elections of Liberia starting from March even till October when the results will finally be announced for the presidential elections. Father, all the phases of these elections. Father, oh God, we proclaim peace. We proclaim peace upon every phase of the election. Father, oh God, we proclaim peace from Monrovia to all the counties in Liberia. We come against the Kabo Sharabaya, every electoral violence, every manipulation of the electoral process of Liberia, every interference of the deep state, but our God will decree today in the name of Jesus. Peace upon Liberia, peace upon Liberia. Malia mo sharabaya, makata yeke masunte yebaya. We quell yebala kota la bozibaya. Every rekindling embers of violence, deception, oh God. Makata masunte limasunde yebaya. But oh God, we tear down makara bo sharabaya. Every structure that's been built, ikaboza. 
to reignite every form of restiveness, every form of conflict, every form of war in Liberia, under this election, oh God, under the disguise of electoral protest and violence, we proclaim your peace, oh God, peace, oh God, peace, oh God, we command the spot of angels, all over Liberia, we expand every international actor, every plan to invade polling boots, oh God, every plan to hire mercenaries, to invade the people of Liberia, Father, oh God, we decree and we declare that the borders of, of Liberia, they are manned by angels. No trespasses. Are they coming for Sierra Leone? No trespasses. No interference, oh God. Oh, thank you, Heavenly Father, because we know how a great army is raised. Shabaya, a great armies raised the armies of the kingdom of heaven, oh God, that will propel Liberia forward, bring them back into her glory days in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Destin family, for being a part of today's intercessory prayers. God bless you all. Thank you, dear esteemed Sister Makama, for the opportunity to take the sessions of prayers. God bless you so much, ma. Right now, I will hand over to dear esteemed Sister Harriet, ma, who will take us in the praise and worship sessions. Over to you, esteemed ma. God bless you, ma. Father, we magnify your name, we glorify you, O God. Oh, glory, glory to your name, O God. Hallelujah. Oh, we come to you this morning, O God, with a heart of thanksgiving, a grateful heart. Father, we worship you. We give you praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. With lifted hands, sing of your goodness. With our hearts full of thanksgiving, oh Lord, we worship you. We stand in awe of you, in humble adoration. We proclaim that you are good and kind, oh Lord, we worship you. With lifted hands, we sing of your goodness. Oh God, with our hearts full of thanksgiving, 
Oh, Lord, we worship you. We stand in awe of you, in humble adoration. We proclaim you are good and kind. Oh, Lord, we worship you. Oh, you are love unconditional. You are perfect in all your ways. You are so great. You are so great. Your beauty is indescribable. Your wisdom is extraordinary. You are so great. You are so great. Oh, you are love unconditional. Lord, you are perfect in all your ways. You are so great. You are so great. All your beauty is indescribable. Lord, your wisdom is extraordinary. You are so great. You are so great. We delight in you. We rejoice in you. You are great. You are excellent. Almighty God, we delight in you, Lord. We rejoice in you. You are great. You are excellent. Almighty God, Lord, we delight in you. We rejoice in you. You are great. You are excellent. Almighty God, we delight in you. We rejoice in you. You are great, Almighty Lord, we delight in you. You are great. You are wonderful, almighty God. That's who you are. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Ashtim family. Welcome to another time of the Inspired by the Word devotion. Always a pleasure to fellowship with you all here. Lord is gracious and he's kind. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Haritma, for that amazing time of worship. And thank you, esteemed Sister Kelvin Irish, for the times of prayers, especially for the nation of Liberia. Praise God, praise God, praise God. The plan of the evil one concerning Africa as a continent. Those days are over. Africa emerges and become all that God has planned for her to be. Praise God. The Holy Spirit is the divine essence is a title of today's devotional article. That is why I would remind you to stop, rekindle the embers of Fan the flame off and keep burning the gracious gift of God. The inner fire that is in you by means of the laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. 2 Timothy 1 verse 6 Amplified Classic Translation. I want us to read that again. That's the opening test for today. 2 Timothy 1 verse 6, Amplified Classic Translation. That is why I would remind you to stir up, rekindle the embers of, fan the flames of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you by means of the laying of laying on of my hands with those of the elders at your ordination. Um, the, the words that I use here suggest of a fire that is burning but um, can run out of fuel and needs to be rekindled, needs to be fanned, and needs to be sustained in its ability to burn. And Apostle Paul here was talking to Timothy and was telling him that it was his responsibility to ensure that his fire kept burning. Think about this, the same spirit by which Jesus cast out devils healed the sick raised the dead and did all the amazing miracles that he did that same spirit lives in you today mm -hmm. the holy spirit is the spirit of god he's the divine essence he he's exactly like jesus he doesn't receive power from god he's the power of god he's the spirit of truth who proceeds from the father the Holy Spirit isn't less than the Father, nor is he less than Jesus. The Bible says it was him that raised Jesus from the dead. Romans 8 and verse 11. This Holy Spirit has also vitalized your heated to death prone body. Your body is now his temple. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Hallelujah. What does this mean for you? What does this mean for you? It means if ever your body was afflicted, if any wound or anomaly surfaces in your body, it will be taken care of by the Holy Ghost. So somebody's here saying, but that's been, this, this thing has been doing my body now. Why, why, why has the Holy Spirit not taken care of it? Calm down, force, calm down. He parambulates in you to ensure nothing goes wrong in or with your physical body. This is the reality. So every so often, just as Paul advised Timothy, activate his power 
fan the embers of rekindle, keep burning the gracious gift, <laughs> activate the power of the Holy Ghost in you by speaking in tongues and affirming his word. Who remembers these two stuff from the book, Power of Tongues? And from the message, the consummate man, these two, these two principles come up again, speaking in tongues and affirming his word. So it's, um, it's literally telling you that if as a Christian, you consistently speak in tongues and consistently talk the word, um, first and foremost, you're likely not going to be sick, except you use your mouth to call it forth. Secondly, if per adventure you get sick, if you are a tongue speaker and you are a word affirmer, it won't be for long. Because in those sessions of speaking in tongues, in those sessions of affirming the word, the Holy Spirit parambolates. Pastor has explained to us the parambolate and he said it's like those guys who guard the border of a nation. So they are always on the lookout for intruders, for intruding enemies to ensure that they never enter. And if by adventure they even enter, they are taken care of. And this is what the Holy Spirit does. First and foremost, the sickness doesn't even get in the way. But if by adventure it happens, it is taken care of. The final paragraph says, you don't have to attend revival meetings to activate the power of the Spirit. Just start declaring his word concerning your life and before long, his divine power will course through your being. Blessed be God. 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 Two principles. Two principles that keep the divine essence afire in our beings. One, speaking in tongues. Two, affirming the word. You know, as we go through all the books that we've been through in the course of this new year, um, uh, and then coming to the one that we're presently on, the path of thongs, we've seen that if we combine those two things, life will be phenomenal for us. These are things that we know. But there is the consciousness that the Spirit of God is bringing to us so that we might use what we know, so that we might use what we have. We have so many things that we can use. And this is why, really, the Christian should never be disadvantaged. If the Christian will remember that the Holy Spirit lives inside of him, if the Christian will remember that everything in heaven and on earth answers to the name of Jesus and the Christian has the name of Jesus to use, if the Christian will remember that the word of God in his mouth is God talking, if the Christian will remember that there's the ministry of angels that can be mobilized on his behalf, if the Christian would remember, should I go on and on to list the opportunities and the tools and the weapons and the backup that we have? You know, yesterday in the message, the consummate man, pastor said, don't give up. 
He said, don't give in. <laughs> he don't give up, don't give in. You have, to, you have to prove that you're not a poor specimen. You have to unleash your faith. You have to ensure that yours is a testimony. You have to. Um, Pastor will say that we'll all be faced with situations alike, but we'll not always have the same outcomes. A woman is supposed to give birth, goes to the hospital, suddenly there are complications and between her and her husband, <laughs> they say, devil, we didn't come this far to give up our baby or to give up the woman herself to death by childbearing. They don't take no for an answer. They don't, they don't take nonsense from the devil. They resist the devil and they come back home with the baby. Somebody else goes to that same hospital and they said that she died giving birth. The difference between the two of them is not because God is not gracious and kind. The difference between the two of them is that one has learned to fight. One has come to realize that God is not doing anything for the Christian. The Christian has every responsibility to keep what God has already done. God has already done everything he needed to do. You either keep it or you allow the devil to seize it from you. God has given you divine health. You either keep it or you allow the devil to seize it from you. God has given you all the children that you require in marriage. You either keep it or you allow the devil to seize it from you. There's a principle in our kingdom. You must say, you must talk. It's not enough that God gave you. You must say that God gave you. It's not enough that God has done it. You must say that God has done it. The, quick, the quickest scenario that comes to mind is the law court. You know, when you get to the law court, the, the, do you realize that all the um, evidences that are brought, um, the law evidences that are brought to the judge to say in section so-so-so of um, section so-so-so of this um, um, law or this in, in, in the constitution, the judge is aware of those, those laws. Why is the lawyer bringing it to his reminder? Why is the lawyer quoting it? Because the judge is aware. Why is the lawyer reminding the judge of the rights of his client? The judge is aware of such rights. They are in the law. He had said so that we may boldly say. And if the lawyer does not remind the judge, if the lawyer does not put forth his facts well, his client might go to prison. That is why a lot of Christians are in prison because they don't put forth their evidences well enough for all of creation to see and for the devil to be resisted. God has given you all the evidence that you need, but the principle of the kingdom says you must say it. You must bring forth your strong reasons. You must pray the word. You must say it as God has said it. And he has said so that we may boldly say, and you say it boldly. It's a principle of the kingdom. Get used to it and start living the God life. Start enjoying your life. Nobody should have depression in this house. Nobody should be so sick that um, you don't you 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 are you are concerned for your life. Don't deal with a particular sickness for too long. 
if 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 a, if a particular ailment attacks your body, dedicate a thirty eight thirty days. We're, we're talking about twenty eight days here. Tell yourself, I'll deal with this matter in one month. Go back, look for the scriptures that address the matter. You just need three. Then you meditate. You meditate. You talk. You speak in other tongues. Stir up the power inside of you. Then you proclaim the word you bring forth your evidence and say hey i refuse to be sick <laughs> god made me well and i stay well you fire back brothers and sisters we are not victims and we're not meant to be victims we refuse to be one no matter what the situation is don't give up don't give in yesterday in the message consummate man pastor said it matters that you, be, you are trained. You have to go from being a babe to becoming, becoming a mature person in Christ. You have to get mature. You have to mature. You have to become um, 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 solid. You have to become um, an adult in the kingdom. Everyone is born into the kingdom, gets born again as a, the way you are born into this world, this physical world as a baby. That's how we are all born into the kingdom. But you can't be a baby for too long. You must mature so that you can do life yourself without somebody helping you. We're always looking for God to help us. That's not the life that God planned. He wants you to be mature enough to, to do life on your own. Because he already gave you the Holy Ghost. Today we are reminded that 2023 is not for sickness. So that's the meaning of this Rhapsody of Realities. 2023 is not for sickness. The kind of sickness, um, the kind of testimonies we want to have of divine healing and health in this house. We want to hear that you laid hands on the sick and the sick recovered. We want to hear that you raised your, um, laid, you called for the dead back to life. Those are the kind of testimonies I want us to be having in this house. Let's leave that level of falling sick and healing ourselves. Let's leave it. Make up your mind that you will move. Move your location to the one healing people, not the one requiring healing. Move. And you have all that you require in the word of God. Most of you, you saw that as you are fighting with the word, you are prevailing. A sickness that you've had to deal with for many years, suddenly you are living above it. All you needed to do was to put this principle to work, to have witnesses in the house. So Pastor Chris is just telling us, what truly is because there are many of you in the house who have put it to work and you have seen the results so if it works then it works if you worked for somebody in the house if you worked for five people in the house then it should work for everybody let's do what we, sh we should do let us speak in tongues let us use the word what does the word of god say about your healing by the way if you are dealing with a health matter and it has started for long. Buzz me after this meeting. Let me give you an affirmation that you can use to fight. Before the end of February, let's not be talking about it again. Let's be talking about the people that you healed. Let's be talking about the people that you raised back to life. We have moved. We are no longer babes. We are mature, mature people in Christ. We are giants. Was it not in the was it in the in the in the book Power of Tongues when Pastor was saying that God's intention is to make us spiritual giants? And I was explaining what a giant does. 
a giant is not the one that is sick. A giant is the one that destroys. He goes, when he goes after the adversary, the adversary knows he's done for. So don't be a spiritual babe when you should be a giant. We have moved though. We have moved. Have you moved with us? Have you moved? We have another tool, the communion. It's been a weapon we've been using in this house for as long as we know. So you cannot attack from all those angles and say that um, your, your health, you were, so, you, you were feeling as though your life was going to leave you. Where did the, where did the devil pass? Anyways, we've also talked about your habits, your eating habits, your sleeping habits, all of these things that affect your physical body. So you too, have wisdom. Proverbs has given us wisdom. Wisdom has run its full course in us. During 30 days of wisdom, we talked about your health. We talked about things that you must do. I remember esteemed sister Kevin Harris taking us through a class concerning our health, things we should take away from our diet, all of that. So play your part and use the word. But you see, even at that, when you mature as a Christian, <laughs> everything that goes into your body is sanctified. But it's also not an opportunity to abuse substance. Praise God. I'm going to hand over to esteemed Pastor Oni for the next segment. I'll be back later. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Reality. Thank you, esteemed Stamata, for the Rhapsody of Reality segment. I have moved, glory to God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities, then I'll go back to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. Praise God. Acts 1 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and also the ultimate path of the earth. 1 Timothy 4.14, do not neglect the gift which is in you, that special inward endowment, which was directly imparted to you by the Holy Spirit, by prophetic utterance, when the elders laid their hands upon you at your ordination. Romans 8.10, but if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. The spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. He who also raised Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Glory to God. Let's take the confession together. Everything in my body is touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. There's life in me. There's no situation I can't change. But the inherent power to do exceeding abundantly above all that I could ask, think or imagine is within me. I'm infused with divine strength and the glory of God is revealed through me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of Matthew.
starting from 16. We're talking about divorce yesterday, praise God. Another day, a man stopped Jesus and asked, teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Jesus said, why do you question me about what's good? God is one who is good. If you want to enter the life of God, just do what he tells you. The man asked, what in particular? Jesus said, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, don't lie. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbor as you do yourself. The young man said, I've done all that. What's left? 21. If you want to give it all you've got, Jesus replied, go sell your possessions, give everything to the poor, all your wealth to be, will then be in heaven, then come follow me. That was the last thing the young man expected to hear. And so crestfallen, he walked away. He was holding on tight to a lot of things which he couldn't let go. 23, as he watched him go, Jesus told his disciples, do you have any idea how difficult it is for the rich to enter God's kingdom? Let me tell you, it's easier to gallop a camel through a needle's eye than for the rich to enter God's kingdom. Then the disciples were staggered. Then who has any chance at all? Jesus looked hard at them and said, no chance at all if you think you can pull it off yourself. Every chance in the world if you trust God to do it. Hallelujah. Then Peter chimed in. We left everything and followed you. What do we get out of it? Jesus replied, yes, you have followed me in the recreation of the world. When the Son of Man will rule gloriously, you who have followed me will also rule starting with the 12 tribes of Israel, and not only you, but anyone who sacrifices home, family, fields, whatever, because of me, will get it back a hundred times over, not to mention the considerable amounts of internal life, sorry, not to consider the considerable bonus of eternal life. This is the great reversal. Many of the first ending up last and the last verse praise god please i want to quickly correct something please go back to that chapter go to verse 26 um i want to remind us of something that pastor has always told us you see um it matters um what you take in the word um, you know, you, you might say, ah, see Jesus now. Jesus is saying that if we, we should trust God to do it. Jesus was talking to a people who had not been born again because the, 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 the Christian was consummated by the resurrection. So anybody before the resurrection was not born again. The message to them was different from the message to the new creation. The guy who was not born again needed to trust God to do it. The guy who is born again, God has done it. You know, sometimes you are talking to some Christian. I trust God to do it. God is not going to do anything. And then they have scriptures to back up their, their claims. If you still talk 
the way like that. You are not living in the life of the new creation. You are not living in the kingdom. In this kingdom where we were born into, God has done everything he needed to do. Jesus was talking to his disciples. They were not born again. So they really needed to trust God to do it. The new creation was born into a world where God has done it. You know, it's like being raised in a home where your dad had to, you know, your dad had to go to work every day. Your dad had to work for your school fees. Your dad had to do everything. Then there's this other guy that was born. He possibly didn't even meet his dad, but they told him that his dad left an inheritance. And the inheritance that the dad left is sufficient for every school sufficient for him to get a car, to get his own car. By the time he's 18 years old, there's a car waiting for him. The will says so. Everything that he will ever need was left in the inheritance. Those two children are not the same. They are not the same. The other young guy is watching his father work every day. He had to wait for salary to pay school fees. He has to wait for salary, save through the month to parents. The other guy came into a home where everything was provided for. His father even does not need to have died. It's just like being born into the royal family. Do you think that Prince Williams has to pray for his, pray that God will bless his father? so that his father can pay his school fees? Do you think that he has to pray that God will bless his parents so that they can afford to give him a car, to give him a house? From birth, he had a house to his name. From birth, he had a car to his name. I want you to understand the difference between the guys that Jesus was talking to and to the new creation who were born after the resurrection of Christ. To those ones, everything was provided for. So to those ones, God is not going to do it. To those ones, God has done it. We now have to affirm what God has done. We are not like those guys that are praying, God, do it for me, do it for me. And that's why I keep warning you, those prayer networks that are, God, do it, God, do it. God, do it. It's about what God can do. You are going to be in more trouble in your Christian life. You are going to have to depend on such people for miracles. But if you come up here to the place of the new creation, you are the one that is in partnership with God to do. You are the one that is making things happen. Where do you want to live? The guy who's praying for God to bless his father so his father will have rent to pay, school fees to pay, or the guy who came into a family where everything was already provided for. Which one do you want? So you need to understand. Before you go and take this scripture now, you say, oh, today's um, um, Bible reading, when we were reading, you say, God, we do it. Oh, God, I trust you to do it. No, 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 this is not for you. It's not for you. You are the one that Paul wrote about in Ephesians 1.3. He said, and God has blessed you with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. This was why Jesus had to commission somebody after the resurrection. He needed somebody who would bring the message of the new creation. There was not much he could teach the disciples because they were not going to understand. Why would they not understand? The Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, the one who teaches you all things, that spirit had not yet come. And Pastor was explaining to us in the name of Jesus, even in, during the global um, 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 prayer and fasting, he was explaining to us that Jesus couldn't even go outside of Israel to preach the gospel. Did you realize that? He was sent to the Jews. He was sent to the Jews. He couldn't go out of Israel. He was only sent to the Jews. And he had to preach only to the Jews. Remember the Samaritan woman? 
that came to him. Um, no, the sign of um, saffron. Um, what's the what's that word? Once I say something, sir, the woman that came to him and said, "Please, my daughter, I need your help." And Jesus said, no, I'm not sent to people outside of Israel. I'm only sent to the Israelites. Then the Bible says she came and she worshipped and asked again, Lord, help me. He said, is it okay if I take the food for the children and give it to the dog and um, give it to the servants? What I have is only for the children. I can't give it to a stranger. He said, even the dogs would eat of the thing that falls from their master's table. And Jesus said, woman, great is your faith. Be it unto you according to your work. According to his calling, he was not supposed to be, he was not supposed to heal somebody out of Israel. But that woman said, drag it out of him. Where do you belong? So you can understand. There was, there was little he could say to these guys. For them to understand. The spirit of understanding had not come. The spirit of knowledge had not come. The Holy Spirit was the greatest gift of the Christian. And remains the greatest gift. If you joke with the Holy Spirit in your life. You are in trouble. That is what. That was what Jesus was waiting for. After the Holy Spirit was released, he could commission Paul to bring the revelation to the new creation. So that we would now be able to understand life in Christ. You have to read Romans. You have to read the Corinthians, the Ephesians, the Galatians, the Colossians, the Philippians. You have to read those books to understand the, the new creation reality. You have to listen to messages like the new man in Christ, the superman in Christ. You have to listen to those messages to understand your life. This message is not for you. So as you read the Bible, know what is for you and know what is not for you. This was for the guys who were not born again. The guys who were born again, those are the major part of the Bible for us is the, the epistles, the letters to the churches. These were people who had just become born again. And Paul was explaining to them life in Christ. So God is not going to do it. I just want you to know because some of you would take this nurse, your Rema for today. It's not Rema for you. <laughs> Sorry to say, it's not Rema for you. It's not. So you must understand Bible. These are things that pastor has taught us. But if you don't read the Bible, how would you know? How would you know? You go to those prayer networks. They will quote this. Every chance in the world, if you trust, trust God to do it, that's the for the day. God will do it. God will do it. Brothers and sisters, begin to pray. God will do it. God will do it. You are a joker. You are in the wrong place. You are a joker. And that is why those people, they will always be looking for God to do it. They will always be looking for God to do it. Meanwhile, we are the ones that God is using to do it. You see a sister in this house, a brother, no, no, no title. There's nothing to his name. He tells you how he cast out devil. He tells you how he raised the dead. That's the guy who's a partner with God, not the guy who's looking for God to do things. Brothers and sisters, come up here thou. Mature, mature in Christ. And stop looking for things that, that are like, that, 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 like people that don't know who they are. Like people that don't know the house they were born into. Who were born into a house where all the provisions were made. Stop going outside and looking for what you have in your house. You have Pastor Chris as your pastor and you can be jumping prayer networks looking for other pastors to pray for you. It is a shame. It's a, it's a, you are an embarrassment to our, to our family because everything we have in the kingdom, Pastor brought this knowledge to us. If you are still looking for other ministers to join you in prayers, it is a shame. It's because you have not mature. And that's one of the message. 
in the consummate man. Are you following Project the Message a day? If there's one thing you should not miss in a day, you can miss your food. Brothers and sisters, don't miss Project a Message a day. It will save your life. It will set you on a course. Ah, I don't know how else to say it. Don't miss Project a Message a day. Pastor was talking to the senior pastors after IPPC. He said, tell your members to listen to me. Tell your members to listen to my messages. He said, if they do, they'll be very successful in life. They'll be successful in every area of their life. This is a pastor was telling the pastors after IPPC, we have been doing Project a Message a day for more than two years. I think Project a Message a day should be, should be up to four or five years now in this journey. It's, it was an initiative I started with my cell members many years ago and things changed in the cell. I have brought you something that works. Use the word, learn the word for yourself. Use it for yourself. Stop looking for somebody who thinks they know the word to be giving you miracles. You be the miracle worker. You were born to be a miracle worker, not a one who is searching for miracle, not a miracle searcher. You are the miracle worker, not the searcher. Wake up, come up hither, mature in Christ and take your place. Take your place, sit on your throne and reign, reign. Don't look for somebody to help you. You are the one supposed to be helping others. This is the life we were called to live in Christ. This is the life we were called to live in Christ. Brothers and sisters, don't be a beggar in the kingdom. Don't be, you are not even that woman that says, the dog will eat of the crumbs that fall. You are the one the table was prepared for. You are the one the table was prepared for. Ah, ay, 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 ah. Can you get it? Do you understand the life you were called into? You may be growing in it, but don't settle. Don't settle. Don't be a beggar. Don't be a beggar from a table that was prepared for you. You are begging to feature, to eat in a table that the table was meant for you. And the table is your own. Do you beg to eat your food? Ah, Pastor Inye, thank you so much. Praise God. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka. Chapter 20, caption, story about workers. God's kingdom is like an estate, estate manager who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. They agreed on a wage of a dollar a day and went to work. Later, about nine o'clock, the manager saw some other men hanging around the town square, unemployed. He told them to go to work in his vineyard and he would pay them a fair wage. They went. He did the same thing at noon and again at three o'clock. At five o'clock, he went back and found still others standing around. He said, why are you standing around all day doing nothing? He said, because no one hired us. He told them to go to work in his vineyard. When the day's work was over, the owner of the vineyard instructed his foreman, call the workers in and pay them their wages. Start with the last hired and go on to the first. Those hired at five o'clock came up and were each given a dollar. When those who were hired first saw that they, as, saw that they assumed they would get far more, but they got the same, each of them one dollar. Taking the dollar, they grossed angrily to the manager. These last workers put in only one hour and you just made them equal to us who slaved all day under his coaching sun. 
he replied to the one speaking for the rest. Friend, I haven't been unfair. We agreed on the wage of a dollar, didn't we? So take it and go. I decided to give to the one who came last the same as you. Can't I do what I want with my own money? Are you going to get stingy because I'm generous? Here it is again, the great reversal. Many of the first ending up last and the last first, praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. Thank you, Esteem Stamaka, for this opportunity. Do have a prolific day, everybody. Over to you, Esteem Brother Emmanuel. God bless you, everyone. Glory to God, glory to God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. I'd like to start by thanking the esteemed Sister Amaka for this great opportunity to take the Old Testament read. Thank you, esteemed Brother John. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Nye, for a beautiful New Testament read. And thank you, esteemed Brother Martins, for displaying the scriptures on the screen. Today, we have one chapter to read in the Old Testament, Exodus 15. Glory to God. Exodus 15. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to God, giving voice together. I'm singing my heart out to God with a victory. He pitched horse and rider into the sea. God is my strength. God is my song. And yes, God is my salvation. This is the kind of God I have, and I'm telling the world, this is the God of my father. I'm spreading the good news far and wide. God is a fighter, pure God through and through. Pharaoh's chariots and army he dumped in the sea. The elite of his officers he drowned in the Red Sea. Wild ocean waters poured over them. They sank like a rock in the deep blue sea. Your strong right hand, God, shimmers with power. Your strong right hand shatters the enemy. In your mighty majesty, you smash your upstart enemies. You let loose your hot anger and burn them to a crisp. At the blast from your nostrils, the waters piled up. Tumbling streams dammed up, wild oceans cuddled into a swamp. The enemies spoke, I'll pursue, I'll hunt them down. I'll divide them, I'll divide up the plunder. I'll glute myself on them. I'll put out my sword, my first, my fist will send them reeling. You blew with all your might and the sea covered them. They sank like a lead weight in the majestic waters. Who compares with you among gods, O God? Who compares with you in power, in holy majesty, in awesome praises, wonder-working God? You stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed them up. But the people you redeemed, you led in merciful love. You guided them under your protection to your holy pasture. When people heard, they were scared. Philistines, re Philistines retreated and trembled. 
Yes, even the head men in Edom were shaken and the big bosses in Moab. Everybody in Canaan panicked and fell faint. Dread and terror sent them reeling. Before your brandished right arm, they were struck dumb like a stone. Until your people crossed over and entered, O God. Until the people you made crossed over and entered. You brought them and planted them on the mountain of your heritage. The place where you live, the place you made. Your sanctuary, master, that you established with your own hands, let God rule forever for eternity. Yes, Pharaoh's horses and chariots and riders went into the sea, and God, and God turned the waters back on them. But the Israelites walked on dry land right through the middle of the sea. Glory to God. Miriam the prophetess, Aaron sits. Aaron's sister took a tambourine and all the women followed her with tambourines, dancing. Miriam led them in singing. Sing to God with what a victory. He pitched horse and rider into the sea. Caption, traveling through the wilderness. Moses led Israel from the Red Sea onto the wilderness of shore. They traveled for three days through the wilderness without finding any water. They got to Mara, but they couldn't drink the, they couldn't drink the water at Mara. It was bitter. That's why they called the place Mara bitter. And the people complained to Moses. So what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to drink? <laughs> Glory to God. These are the same people who were singing praises earlier. <laughs> ah, glory to God verse 25 so Moses cried out in prayer to God God pointed him to a stick of wood Moses threw it into the water and the water turned sweet that's the place where God set up rules and procedures that's where he started testing them I'll take that again that's the place where God set up rules and procedures. That's where he started testing them. When I was reading this, I, I mean, I just went back to five months ago in August for us here at Inspired by the Word. Rules and procedures. God said, if you listen, listen obediently to how God tells you to live in his presence obeying his commandment and keeping all his laws, then I won't strike you with all the diseases that I inflicted in, on the Egyptians. I am God, your healer. They came to Elim, where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees, specifications. 12 springs, 70 palm trees. They set up a camp there by the water. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Do have an amazing day, everyone. Thank you all so very much. I'll now hand over to esteemed Brother Martins for the communion section. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Emmanuel, for that Old Testament read. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the communion. Praise God.
you know, Stamaka did say during the rhapsody that come February, that anyone dealing with a health challenge, anyone whatsoever, it should be a thing of the past. In fact, she said it's a thing of the past. <clears throat> it has to be, it surely has to be. We, we shouldn't be dealing with such challenges again. Praise God. Before I take the reading, I just want to remind us of one scripture. The Bible says, if the spirit of him, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, the question is, does he dwell in you? He says that spirit, that one that dwells in you will vitalize your mortal bodies. It's either you believe or you don't believe. But if you do believe, then you will stir up that spirit in you and your body will be vitalized and healing surely is the children's bread. Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Hallelujah, hallelujah. For I have received of the Lord that it also I delivered unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed to bread. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. Thank you for the gift of your spirit. Thank you for your grace in our lives. Lord, we declare because the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. Even today, there is vitality in our being. From the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, eternal life has gained ascendancy. Therefore, we are vitalized, vitalized in all fronts. Our eyes are perfect. Our nostrils, we breathe well, perfect. Our lungs are perfect. Our hearts, perfect. Our eardrums, our ears are perfect. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, every fiber of our being, every cell of our blood, our blood are cleansed and perfect. In the name of the Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. Perfect digestion. Perfect. Every, every part of our being. Parkokolekokrobundis elefrati. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Praise God. Praise God. After the same man, I also took the cup when he has sucked, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This is as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. I've learned the glidonto, sapunde kakunde kariate, egis gadis gadila goes conjo fanda franda second, the say so frank the kondaki and this alabandia. Dregata to say tons of frank the sea from the skoskadi. Lord, we give you praise. We proclaim your name. You are King of Kings, and yes, you are Lord of Lords. You are the omnipotent Father, our ever-present help. Lord, to you all praises be. To you all praises be. You are God all by yourself. Thank you. Thank you for vitality and health. Thank you for the divine life, that very life and nature of God that is at work in us. Thank you. We have Zoe, and it's at work in us every day. We give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Father. Go ahead and take the cup now. Go so pack. She didn't die in that
I have life. I have life. I have life. I have life. Christ is my life. Yes, I'm full of life. I'm full of life. I am full of life. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Simstamaka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, I'll quickly ask if there's anyone who's here, whose birthday is today, today's your birthday, today's your wedding anniversary, or there's something you are celebrating, please quickly come to the chat room, tell us what it is you're celebrating. And if today's your first time of joining us on this global platform, please quickly come to the chat room, tell us your name, where you connected from, and who invited you. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Birthdays, wedding anniversaries, who are you celebrating today? Who are you celebrating? Kiko Frog Lash the Paradis. Any birthdays, any anniversary, or are you joining us for the first time today? Please quickly come to the chat room. Tell us where you're connected from and who invited you. Okay. Okay. This is from Estinsta Mutende, it says today is my pastor's. Today is Pastor Daniel Joseph's birthday. Today is my aunt Mwachi's birthday and my friend Wamba. Happy birthday to all three. Praise God. From Kekta. He says, my name is Moses joining for the first time today. Welcome, Brother Moses. Please tell us where you're connected from and who invited you. Okay, he says, Sister Joyce Lynn invited me from Makodi. Okay, welcome, Brother Moses. Sister Kevin says, today is my aunt's 70th birthday. Her name is Mrs. Charity Nelson. Happy birthday to your aunt. Ah, cooking galore, Haradori and Tishalamandia. Okay, from the Antonio Carfo, says, today is my nephew's second birthday. Today is his second birthday. His name is Jason. Happy birthday to your nephew. And Sister Benedita, esteemed mom, Sister Benedita Bessis. I'm celebrating my brother, Olushola. Congratulations to your brother. Praise God. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed Sister Maka. Thank you so much, man, for this amazing opportunity. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Okay, Brother Martins, while I'm taking the um, prayers for the celebrants and also the ties. I want you to put up the final final part of the Old Testament that we read. Um, that's the, the the final part of the Old Testament. Heavenly Father, thank you for for those who are joining us for the first time. Brother Luke from Australia. Arako City, Lefaya, Takaya. Brother Moses from Makodi. Father, we thank you. You brought them here for a reason. I, I declare that you do a quick walk. A quick walk, a quick walk. They'll come up here fast. They would understand the realities of a kingdom fast and walk in them. That which is theirs has the <coughs> excuse me. 
that which is theirs as the seed of Abraham in Christ Jesus is gathered unto them in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for all the celebrants in the house. In blessing, they are blessed. In multiplying, they are multiplied as the dust of the earth, the sand upon the seashore, and the skies forever. Thank you, Father. For the titans in the house, man the next few days before the end of January, I call for the capital first of all the tithes paid, everyone. And I declare harvest, harvest in the house, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Angels attend to them. Glory to God forevermore, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. So, um, go up a bit, esteemed Brother Martins. Verse 25. <clears throat> so Moses cried out in prayer to God. God pointed him to a stick of wood. Moses threw it into the water and the water turned sweet. Um, is, is, is that first part? So Moses cried out to God in prayer. Then the next part shows how that God answered him. It's still the same thing I was talking about. This message is not for you. We are not the ones who cry out to God in prayer. In um, verse 26, he said, God said, if you listen, listen obediently to how God tells you to live in his presence, obeying his commandments and keeping all his laws, then I won't strike you with all the diseases that I, inflict, I inflicted on the Egyptians. I am God, your healer. For the Christian, <laughs> he's not looking for healing. The Christian was born in Zion. He said, none shall say in Zion, I am sick. In Zion, we don't get sick. We enjoy divine health. There's a difference between divine health and divine healing. And you're going to have to make up your mind where you belong. Because until you come to this full realization and choose, you might just be always looking for healing for your body. There are people who don't fall sick. Are you aware? There are Christians who don't have to pray for healing, who don't have to look for healing. They enjoy divine health. They are here in this house. If we feel somehow in our body, maybe we, had, we, have, we, have, we, have not, we have overstretched certain natural circumstances that, you know, you are in the physical world. Your body is your license to be here on earth and you must take care of your body. So maybe we haven't taken care of our bodies well enough. We just know that one or two days rest will recover ourselves. That's not sickness. That's just <laughs> a, a need to, 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 to a reminder. Your body's reminding you, take care of me, take care of me, take care of me. I'm your house here. But to, to have certain sicknesses where you are looking for help, you have not entered. He said, they that dwell in Zion. Zion is where we were born into. Zion is the, the, the kingdom of the new creation. That's where the new creation was born into. 
and they that dwell in Zion shall not say I am sick. People don't fall sick in Zion. People don't fall sick in Zion. So the revelation of God as your healer is for the Old Testament guys. Moses cried out to God in prayer. And God pointed into a stick. Cry, cry, my brothers, cry. Cry, my sister, cry. Cry out to God in prayer. He will hear you. The way he heard Moses, that message is not for you. Run, run for your life. Run for your life. Run from such places. That message is not for you. They will destroy you. You will never enter into your inheritance in such a place. We don't need to cry in prayer for, to God to do anything. The only cry, cry in prayer is cry where we are interceding. Or we are so overwhelmed by the love of God we are crying. To cry for God to do something for us. That's not for the new creation. You see, Sister Maka, but in those places when they cry to God, God, they, they are usually testimonies. Ah, that's why I asked you. You want miracles or you want to rot miracles? There's something called acceptable will of God where you cause God, force God to do certain things for you, but you are in more trouble. <clears throat> the acceptable will of God will always land you in trouble. You always need miracle. People that always look for miracles would always need miracles. Is that what you want? Pastor was talking in one of his messages. You are looking for a job. Prayer and fasting. You are looking, you want to marry, pray and fasting. You want to have a child, pray and fasting. Is that how is that is the Christian life so far ahead? Is the Christian life so far ahead? There are certain things that we should not pray and fast about. Prayer and fasting should be more of a discipline, more of a spiritual discipline. And in those times, if we are fasting and praying, it's more, they are more of prayers of intercession. Have you not observed? That all through, our, all through this journey with our man of God in ministry, when we pray and fast, have you observed that we, we, we don't have personal prayer points? Have you observed that even the few that come up is more about us functioning in God's perfect will for our lives? Have you observed? We're not praying to be healed. We're not praying for, for children. We're not praying for jobs. Have you not observed that we're interceding for the nations? Those are the calling of the new creation. We're not called to be praying for food, praying for God to give us children, praying for God to do everything for us. The new creation was born in Zion. The same way he said, you shall not say I am sick. You shall not say that I, I, I am in lack. You, can, you shall not say that I don't have. You shall not say. There are certain things. And it, you, you, do you notice that he said, shall not say? He could have said they, they shall not be sick. They shall not say. It's in your words. In Zion is about what you say. In Zion is about what you say. In Zion is about what you say. My brothers and my sisters, in tonguing you say. In speaking, in, in affirmation you say. What are you saying? What are you saying? In, you know, um, tongues, they are a form of incantations. They are a form of incantations. What are, what are your incantations? You are saying something in the realm of the spirit. Then you now bring it into this physical realm and speak affirmatively what you have seen in the word of God. He said, the same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ, the scripture that Brother Martins was quoting, the same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead. Now, this spirit had to raise up Jesus Christ from the dead. This spirit now lives in you. This spirit was not living in the disciples that Jesus was talking to earlier on in the New Testament. That's why I told you that message is not for you. For you, the same spirit that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead, he now lives in you and he can quicken your body. He can make alive 
any organ that is dead. They say your liver is failing. They say your lungs is failing. If that same spirit lives in you, if you will speak in tongues long enough to stir up the power of the spirit, because it's your tongues that will stir up the power. He said, Timothy, stir up the power. Keep it burning. Some of you, the fire, the fire of the Holy Ghost inside of you has burned out. It has burnt out. You need to speak in tongues to stir it up. He said, if you speak in tongues and you affirm the word, it's today's rhapsody. I'm not the one that wrote it. It's a reminder of what, you know, um, um, this, this January rhapsody, don't forget, don't forget all the lessons from each of, if you, if you, if you can, today is Saturday, if you have the chance, go from January 1, take a book, write the title of the devotion and then write the summary of the what the lesson the principle from that day one take it day two like that till today today's principle is simple the one who tongues and the one who talks we always live in his inheritance it's as simple as that my brothers and my sisters make up your mind the life you want in christ jesus make up your mind Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Sit on the throne. We are enthroned in Christ. He said, when Christ sat on the throne, we sat with him. All the while, when he died, we died with him. When he was buried, we were buried with him. When he rose, we rose with him. When he ascended, we ascended with him. When he was glorified, we were glorified. When he, when he sat on the throne, we sat on the throne with him. Have you heard that a king lacks? Have you heard? Even when there's scarcity in the kingdom, does the king lack? <laughs> Have you heard? No matter the scarcity in the kingdom, the palace does not feel it. Brothers and sisters, wake up or wake up. That's the message, the consummate man. That part two yesterday, if you do not listen to it, if you do not listen to it, I beg you in the name of the Lord Jesus, listen to it today. It's like a nine cost meal. This thing I tell you about projecting message a day, this thing I tell you, do it, oh, do it. Don't be that one that joins this devotion as one of those things that you do. Please do the things that we ask you to do. It will help you. It will help you. You now realize, you know, um, somebody sent me a message yesterday um, during the week and then it, it was a voice note. It wasn't yesterday, it was during the week week and from the voice note i remember that this person used to join inspired by the word from the voice note i know and I, I, when i got the message as i was listening to the voice note and i remember that i don't see the person anymore in inspired by the word for a long time from the voice note as i was listening to the voice note you know what was going through my mind i was like sister where have you been if you have been inspired by the word between august and now you will not be talking like this you know she was talking like a victim a victim, somebody that is looking for help, somebody that is begging to be helped. I say, ha, 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 sister, where have you been? The guy inspired by the word. <laughs> we have miracles. We are the ones now giving out jobs. We are not the ones looking for jobs. Brothers and sisters, we've been called into a life of miracles. A life. I've told you again and again, Miracles are not for you. Miracles are not for you. You are the miracle worker. God does not raise his children by miracles. It is strangers that look for miracles. The children live by principles because they don't need miracles. They are in a house where everything has been provided for. You need a miracle where something is lacking. Don't you get it? 
where something is like you live by the principles. They say this is the time to eat. You show up to eat. The guy that needs miracle needs miracle for the food to be available. The guy, other guy was born into the house where the food is available. So he just understands that food time is 7 a.m. Lunch time is 2 p.m. Dinner time is 7 p.m. He just understands that he has to show at the family table at those times. That's all. He lives by principles. He doesn't live by miracles. When he shows up at the table, he eats. The other guy shows up at the table. He's praying for the food. Where are you? Where are you? Where do you want to function? And you might be there. You might not be there yet. You might still be building your faith. But don't give in. Don't give up. Don't settle. Don't settle for the, for the life that is not yours. The life in Christ Jesus is a life of prosperity, a life of enjoyment. It might not be it yet, but continue at it. If you stick to the word, what did pastor say? You will come back with a testimony. My brothers and my sisters, I choose the God life. I choose the life of the new creation. I choose to live in Zion. And with this, we've come to the end of today's devotion. Thank you so much for joining us today. Those of you who joined us for the first time, we have certain groups who would like you to join. We have certain groups who would like you to join. And um, you can um, see them on the chat room. Click and join. I'd like us at this moment to omit our mics and share the benediction. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, peace and the Holy Spirit,